0: up, nerds, ESPN plus the ESPN. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports, the 8-9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No. Not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. In the brain, good times, come on, the Bears finally fired Matt Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. welcome in uh, to another edition of the starting lineup here on the uh, podcast that's right only podcast only uh, for you today what's happening out there hopefully uh, this music puts you in a, a good mood because it takes your mind off those cold temperatures outside hey at least uh, that snow is pretty much gone all right <laughs> Welcome in to the uh, started lineup, Travis Sparks. Just hanging out with you here today, a solo act once again. Hopefully we'll have Eric back on the show uh, next week as he takes care of some business. And I got some business to take care of as well. Of course, I'm going to be talking uh, some uh, local sports on the way. uh, Get you set for uh, this weekend's action. Conference tournaments wrapping up this weekend and some conference tournaments wrapped up yesterday. On the girls' side. So we'll talk about that as well as some the rest of regular season girls' basketball. And uh, we'll also get to uh, some college basketball that happened last night. And uh, the Illini have a game tomorrow, and it's against Wisconsin. So I'll take a look at uh, that matchup uh, coming up here in a little bit. And also, it's NFL Championship Sunday as well. Nope, it's not the big game coming up on Sunday. Of course, you knew that. But it's those teams that will decide who's going to go to uh, the uh, big game uh, a couple weeks from now and uh, we have coverage for you over on a 98.9 of the uh, game for both championships and we'll get 49ers against the Eagles and the Chiefs against the Bengals once again as uh, I've heard some people call it Burrowhead because he's 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes and also undefeated in uh, Kansas City uh, there so You would think that it reverses. Kansas City should be using motivation for them, just like the Bengals used motivation last week on uh, the Bills. So we'll see if that reversal of fortune there. And also get to some other national sports as well, NBA, NHL. All getting covered here on the uh, podcast here of the uh, starting lineup. And speaking of starting lineups, we don't know the exact starting lineups, but we do know the uh, starters for uh, the NBA All-Star Game. And we do know the team captains that will be doing the schoolyard uh, pick. And uh, so I'll take a look at uh, that and including one big omission that maybe not big of a deal as people are making it out to be uh, because he's probably going to get in the game anyways as a starter anyways so uh, we'll talk about that all coming up here on the uh, program and of course the uh, starting lineup both on the uh 98.9 the game or here on the podcast would not be uh, possible without the uh, fine of folks from uh, McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, what pools and spas, worth computer repair, and Topless Estate a Bank. We appreciate you uh, coming on uh, for the ride, and we appreciate uh, for you coming on the ride as well as I uh, try to steer the ship and keep it in between uh, the white lines here on the uh, program all right i think i've uh, set the table good enough so uh, we need to kick it off and uh, kick it off hey it's the podcast but hey it's my show today because i'm running this thing and uh, let's kick it off with first things first before we get into the show First things first, and let's not waste any more time. And let's get to uh, some local sports uh, that happened uh, last night. First, we'll start off in uh, the action that happened in the NTC. That's where I hung out all night, as it was uh, first up in the consolation bracket games. It was the seventh seed, uh, South Central, picking up the win over the ninth seed, uh, CHBC, 60 to 42. And boy, oh boy, did Aiden Dodson and South Central get off to a, a great start last night. They blitzed the Bobcats right in the very beginning. Led 20 to 7 after the first quarter. They would carry that over and lead 36 to 18 at the half for South Central. A to Dotson. He had uh, 12 points in the first quarter alone, and he would ended up uh, finishing with a pretty high opponent total as well. Didn't quite get to his uh, first mark that he had, but he did get 23 last night uh, to lead the way uh, for the Cougars, of course. And Bonera, he got 13 points to uh, pitch in uh, for uh, South Central. Did have some double-figure scores for CHBC. Uh, Radloff had 14, and Wojciech had had a 12 as well, as uh, also uh, CHBC, or South Central, excuse me, uh, came out in the third quarter and uh, put up another 20-point quarter, and then early on in the fourth quarter, they got the uh, running clock uh, on CHBC there, so the fourth quarter went pretty quick. Uh, CHBC did have their best quarter, though, and they outscored them 13-4 to four with the running clock, but Uh, South Central uh, picks up uh, the uh, win and uh, so uh, they will advance on and uh, CHBC will be bowing out of the NTC tournament as We'll wait to see who uh, South Central will take on. Actually, we don't have to wait, as that's right, uh, they're back in action uh, tonight against Saint Elmo. That's right, that's the game that they're in uh, tonight. So, uh, also, uh, last night before the Altima game was Winches 2 Straws defeated Nioga fifty-three to uh, thirty-nine, and Nioga actually got out to a pretty decent start, and this was kind of a back-and-forth opening quarter as Nioga led twelve to eleven after one, and then Winches 2 Straws kind of woke up there in. In the second quarter, and they really started uh, to pour it on. They outscored Nioga 21 to 9 in that second quarter, and uh, that was uh, just enough low output for both teams in the third. Uh, but then Windsor finished off uh, by a one point, 12 to 11, in the final quarter to pick up the win, of 53 to 39. I know the Hatchets were kind of disappointed uh, with losing it to Dietrich the other night, especially being the four seed and being upset by the five seed, uh, but. Uh, they redeemed themselves by uh, picking up the win over Nioga. Austin Wittenberg led the way for the Hatches. Of course, he had 22 points. Uh, Curry was the only other double-figure scorer for Windsor. He he had 12. And it was Richards leading the way up for and Yoga. He had 18, and Reynolds he had 25 points the other night against Altamont, but only had 10 points in uh, this game. So, uh, wins two straws. They improved. to a 17 and 7. Yoga they fall to a 7 and a 16 on the campaign. And uh, South Central, don't forget to mention that they uh, improved to 16 and 7 overall in CHBC. Lost the six and a 16, deceiving record though for the Bobcats. A uh, couple games that I've seen them play in this season, they've really played teams uh, pretty hard, and uh, they just don't have the uh, win total to uh, uh, show for it. The effort that they're putting in, because they're giving some people fits, and it's not easy as you would might think with the uh, record. Uh, the way it is for the Bobcats, but I think Coach Thompson's got something going on uh, there for a CHBC, and maybe they're not too far away from uh, turning things around and kind of climbing out of the cellar of the NTC, where they've been uh, for quite a while on the boys' basketball side, but uh, I think they, they might be uh, about to turn the corner, uh, at least in my opinion, and uh, let's go uh, go to the last game of the night. It was the championship semifinals and it was Altamont taking down Dietrich 59 to 48 as this game started out wonderfully for the Indians as they scored the first four points and the three ball was fallen last night for the Uh, Indians as uh, it was Dylan Elam getting the party started there as he had three in the first quarter alone, kind of eerily similar to last matchup with uh, the Maroons back in early January. And uh, Avery Yarhouse went off for 24 in that night, six threes in the first half. And I thought that Elam was halfway there in the first quarter and well on his way uh, to uh, do that. His scoring would slow down uh, just slightly above uh, he really got it, it jump started. Uh, Coach Bonoff had to take a timeout there. It was like, I want to say it was 12 to 3 or something like that when he finally took the timeout. And Altima had all the momentum there. The crowd was uh, in it, the bench was in it, the tribal council uh, was there. And, uh, Altima started wonderfully, 22-5. to They jumped out to uh, the uh, first quarter lead there. But uh, then from there in the middle quarters, it was Dietrich getting back in the game uh, slowly but surely, scratching and clawing their way back into it as they held Altamont to just 10 points there in the uh, second quarter and Dietrich had uh, 10 points of their own. Uh, Colton Kidd was a big factor in that. Uh, he had 5 points. Jackson Funneman uh, got some big points as well and he had 4 in that quarter and really the other story on the other side for uh, the Indians uh, was trying to get it in the post to uh, Eric Coleman as uh, he got 10 points and he had 8 in the first quarter alone and Elam would finish with another basket. In the second quarter, to have 11 in the first half, and uh, the score would still remain the same at 17 as Altamont led 32 to 15 at the half, but third quarter was Dietrich's third quarter as they had a lot of people in Altamont on the Indian side worried last night about uh, the comeback because Dietrich played awesome in the uh, third quarter. They came out fired up and uh, they came out with a vengeance. They were stealing the ball left and right and uh, forcing Altamont into some turnovers and maybe some uh, bad passes by the Indians as well, but Dietrich really got him moving out of the... Uh, Locker room as a kid. He made another three. Wessendorf would have some big buckets on steals. Gephardt would have a uh, steal as well. And he had a big and one. And that pulled Dietrich within three. It was 38 36. And everyone was looking around. Oh boy. Here we go. We're going to have a game again. This is going to be uh, down 17 to all of a sudden turn it around and be down by three. As they actually, the Maroons outscored Out to my in that third quarter 20. To nine, But then unfortunately, uh, Altamont, they uh, built that lead back up. They got it back to a 41-35 by the quarter's end. And uh, three points was as close as the Maroons would get as uh, Altamont would quickly take momentum back just as quickly as I thought that it was down to three. It was a game again. It was all of a sudden back to uh, double digits. Uh, again, just uh, in a bleak of an eye. Uh, Avery Yarhouse had a uh, three to kind of get out to my going, get him out of that third quarter funk, and also had some free throws uh, from Dylan Elam as well from the line. He was uh, had three for four, I think, in the fourth quarter. And uh, Eli Miller stepping up this tournament as they had Jackson Fundament on the other side for a step up. Well, Eli Miller has stepped up as well uh, with some uh, players out, and he's getting into the rotation. And he's using the most of it four for four from the line in the fourth quarter to kind of seal things and calm everything down while, you know, both teams kept the door open for each other, missed some free throws in the second half. I know that uh, that was kind of a point of emphasis for Coach Niebergy in the post-game of those free throws and also all the turnovers that they had in the second half as well. He him down for 17 turnovers in the contest for Altamont. He knows that in the championship game on Saturday gonna need to cut down on a lot of those uh, turnovers but uh, this kind of been the story of the first two games survive and advance and they survived they weathered that storm by Dietrich but uh, they gave the Indians a heck of a game last night and again the final was 59 to uh, 48 and uh, it felt closer uh, than uh, that so uh, props to uh, Dietrich for giving them all they got, and uh, they'll slide into the third-place game, and Altamont will be on to the championship game. The win streak continues. It's up to a baker's dozen now, 13 in a row for the Indians, and uh, they improved to 18-3 and three on the season. And they'll go into the championship on a 7.30. Of course, you can uh, purchase your tickets at the Altamont office. You can have it if you're going to the games tonight. You can purchase it there. You can purchase them on the Saturday sessions as well don't think doors are going to open until uh, 7 o'clock uh, there in uh, Altamont on Saturday. And uh, that gym should be uh, packed. A lot of people uh, coming into town. Maybe some people that haven't come out to the games yet uh, this season that want to check out uh, the Indians this season. And it's the NTC Championship. It's always special no matter who's in the finals. But it's even more special when the host school is in, And we'll find out who they'll face uh, coming up tonight. Like I said, Dietrich, they'll follow the 12-9. and 9. Uh, They were led by uh, Gephardt and Wessendorf. Uh, they and Kid. he also had 10. Westendorf had 10. And Gephardt led the way with 17 uh, points uh, there. So. Uh, Elam led the way for the Indians in the uh, victory there. So those were the games that happened last night. Games uh, going on tonight there in the NTC consolation side. It's South Central squaring off against the St. Oma Brownstown at 6:15. Light schedule tonight compared to Tuesday and even last night with three games. Only two games tonight. And then the championship semifinals to see who's going to meet up with Altima in the championship. Is it going to be the two-seed North Clay or is it going to be uh, the three-seed St. Anthony? That game will start at approximately 7.45 this evening. And just like this was a rematch with Altamont and Dietrich earlier this month, well, this is a rematch of a matchup in late November as North Clay. They made a statement early on in the season. They beat St. Anthony. And uh, that one, I didn't write the final score down on that one. Uh, But uh, it was North Clay picking up the uh, victory. It was a tight game uh, throughout Uh, North Clay really kind of won in the fourth quarter, kind of like they did the other night to advance to this this semifinal game. It was tied at 12 after one. St. Anthony, they led by one at the half, and they also led by one after three quarters, but then a 17 to 12 fourth quarter for North Clay in the last meeting with uh, St. Anthony. I think that was kind of uh, Zimdar's uh, coming out party as him being only a freshman. Uh, He kind of put himself on the map there, and uh, Fleener also had some big buckets in the fourth quarter, had some three-pointers there. Zimdar had 14 and Fleener had 11 and a fear day went off for St. Anthony he had 24, but that was really the only one that was uh, uh, doing anything from the offensive perspective as I don't think anyone else went to a uh, double figures uh, there. Wessendorf and uh, say, were kind of quiet in this uh, matchup in their previous time around and, Obviously, they plays a lot differently than they do back in November, still trying to figure out uh, the rotations and whatnot in November. And uh, I think that they got caught by surprise a little bit uh, by Zimdars, especially the way uh, he played. And uh, North Clay, you know, I, I I think that from the way that Fleener played the other night, he was pretty healthy. Like I said, he was kind of laboring. Uh, a couple of times he got tangled up underneath the basket, and he was kind of laboring his ankle. It seemed to be what was bothering him, and he kind of slid into the black seats as well and kind of hit the base of those and kind of got up a little gingerly, but he toughed it out, and uh, North Clay ended up toughing it out, and it's going to be a tough test tonight, and no matter what, it's going to be a tough matchup for uh, Altamod because North Clay, you know the last time, they want a redemption and play a lot better than they did in the previous matchup with Altamod. You know, St. Anthony wants a shot at Altamont. All they've been hearing is Altamont, Altamont, Altamont in the NTC, and they want to uh, knock them off in the championship, especially after losing last year in this championship to them as well. But we'll all find out tonight who will go to the championship game and who will slide into third place to take on Dietrich on Saturday at 230 when just two straws will face the winner of that South Central-St. Elmo-Brownstown game tonight. They'll face them on a Saturday in the Constellation Championship at 1 o'clock. And Yoga will take on the loser of South Central and St. Elmo tonight in the 7th place game. Starting the day off there at 11.30. And again, the championship game is a standalone game. Clear everyone out of the gym and stretch your legs and uh, get ready uh, for it because it's at 7.30. And we'll have coverage for you. Over on Jack FM on a Saturday should be a fun and entertaining night in Altamont on Saturday. All right, let's take a look at some other regular season action from last night from around the area in girls' basketball. It was Effingham holding on to a beat Mattoon, 50 to 46 Effingham jumped out to the early lead. They led 12 to 2 after one. 18 7 after the first half, but 28 points in the fourth quarter for the Green Wave. Almost came back on the Hearts there, but ended up falling by four. Uh, Niebirgi led the way for FEM. She had 18. Altoff only had nine, so that was the next closest person to double figures for the Hearts. Uh, Maple led the way for Mattoon. She had 19. And Gear had 14. Uh, for Mattoon, and FEM now improves to 17-7. and seven. They're at 500 in the Apollo, 4-4. Four four. Mattoon falls to 11-13, and, and they're only 1-8 in the Apollo this season, so uh, been rough going, or tough sledding in that tough Apollo conference this season for the Green Wave. Uh, and FEM will be back in action tonight. It was Brownstown- St. Elmo uh, picking up their 20th win of the season. Quietly under the radar are the Bombers, and uh, 20th and they are overall as they beat Ramsey last night by 30-60-30. Brownstown jumped out to the early lead in the first quarter, and then they extended that out to 33-17 at the half, and they had a big third quarter as well to kind of put the game out of reach. 49-24 after three, and they would go on to win. Uh, Baldrige, she had 16, and Seaball had 14. And a CHBC and a little rematch the other day from the conference tournament. And this game was just as close as it was in the conference tournament. As CHBC it gets by, wins its two straws by three, 54 to 51. They're also balling for a cure for a teacher there at Cowden, and I saw some of those T-shirts raising money for her. So that was awesome to see. And a CHBC came out with a victory on the hardwood. Windsor did get out to a great start. Jumped out first seven points of the game, 7 0 run, but then Cowden came back and they led 11 10 after one and 24 19 at the half. And they kind of put a uh, distance in the third, 40 34. Uh, Hecker led the way for the Bobcats. She had 17. Uh, Wocek and Stuckemeyer both had 10 points. Now CHBC 15 8, 5 2, in the NTC wins two straws 0 6 in the ntc tri county defeated cumberland in lpc action 58 to 37 tri county had the 17 to 10 lead after one 30 to 22 at the half and they really uh, busted it open there in the third 46 to 29 after three Uh, no uh, stats for the lady titans that i could find but uh, becker led the way for cumberland Uh, she had 12 and tri county quietly picking up their 20th win of the season. and only got one vote in the uh, polls that we checked out yesterday, but they're twenty and six, and a five and zero in regular season Lincoln Prairie Conference play, and they just won the uh, conference championship last week. And it was Cumberland falling to four and two in conference now, and fourteen and eleven overall. It was South Central barely getting by Dietrich at the very last second. I heard it was a last second shot, as or kind of uh, in the waning seconds. Uh, and South Central won sixty eight to sixty six over the Maroons. It was a close game throughout, and Dietrich had that actually had the lead at half thirty five. 28 and uh, South Central with a big second half comeback as uh, they closed the gap in the third only trailed by two after three and then they outscored them 22 to 18 in the final quarter to uh, get the win Garrett had a 24 Webster she had 19 and uh, uh, Tegler led the way for Dietrich having 17 Britton at 14 and Brummer had 13 for the maroons and it was north clay over sandowell 59 at 38 north clay picks up their 14th win of the season and it was all over newton 31 26 jumped out 19 to 11 at halftime and they would go on to win in a low scoring affair kessler led the way for newton she had 18 bergner and uh, weiler both had eight points for the tigers now Olney in the Little Illini, though. And Newton falls to 2-4 on the conference, 11-14 overall. It's Casey picking up their first win in Little Illini regular season play. They beat Lawrenceville uh, 53-38. So now the Warriors 1-5 in conference, and Lawrenceville drops to 0-6. His parents, Paris, bouncing back after that loss to Robinson earlier this week. They defeated Mount Carmel 39-28 now the lady tigers are 23 and 3 on the air 5 and 1 and the little line I am out, Carmel is now 4-3 and 12-12 and and overall. And it was Muhammad over Charleston, 74-13. Muhammad 19-7 on the season, 5-3 in the Apollo. And Charleston now 0-9 in the Apollo. Some other matchups from last night in the uh, South Central Conference. It was Vandalia picking up win number 18 over North Mac, 65-44. Vandalia really jumped out to the first quarter lead, 16-2 after one and North Mac did close the gap a little bit, 28 to 15 at the half, and, and Vandalia would lead by 10 after three, and then obviously would have a strong fourth quarter to put North Mac away. Uh, Forbes led the way for the Vandals; she had 21, Austin had 19, and Eckhart had 11. So Vandalia now four and three in the South Central. And 18 and 8 overall. And also, uh, the Central Illinois Conference Tournament wrapped up last night as well as Tuscola. They took home a back to back uh, Conference Tournament Championships there. They took down St. Teresa 41 to uh, 33. Warriors now number two in the state, and now they're 26 and 0 and Central Illinois Conference Tournament Champions there. So, congratulations to uh, the uh, Warriors. Central and m they defeated Warrensburg Latham in a third the third place game 62 to 44 Bergner led the way for the Raiders uh, she had 22 points for third place last night there at Warrensburg They also had some seventh grade boys basketball regionals uh, occur last night it was Paina Sacred Heart over Decatur Lutheran and the Pena Sacred Heart uh, won a regional championship. It was Nicomas in the 1A regional championship over Altamont. uh, 42 to uh, 6 was the final there. Class 3A Red Hill regional championship. It was Red Hill over. Newton Jasper County 31 29. And in a 3A Sullivan regional championship, it was to topless over Tuscola East Prairie 38 31. So, congratulations to the shoes for our regional championship there. And so, seventh grade marches on there to a uh, sectionals. I believe that sectional will be in St. Elmo uh or paris mayo i was looking it up earlier i think it's in paris mayo uh, actually i think it's another team that were involved that i was looking at as in saint elmo but uh, look it up on the i uh, e I E S A website there and uh, check that out and we'll tell you about it next week when it comes up uh, games going on uh, tonight, like I said, action at the uh, T C tournament continues. in the Little Illini Conference Tournament, a little change uh, there as the 7th uh, place game is actually going to be played in uh, Paris as it's going to be uh, uh, Marshall at Paris tonight at 5.30 in the 7th place game. But uh, due to uh, the weather uh, pushing back uh, the uh, robinson Carmel game that was supposed to happen in the consolation championship and that Paris and Marshall matchup there and all in the, uh, the Paris matchup, is just gonna, they're going to host uh, that one. Uh, there to fit all these games in tonight and uh, at the consolation championship At 5 o'clock, it'll be Mount Carmel against Robinson. In the third-place game, it'll be Lawrenceville against Casey. And then in the championship, the rivalry game is Newton versus Olney. And that game is scheduled to start at 7.30 there in Olney. So that should be a good one as I'll be at the St. Anthony-North Clay game tonight. And I'll have to keep an eye out on that Newton-Olney score for sure. Wish this was, well, I wish it was Saturday. Because I wouldn't be able to go to that one either. Because I'll be at the championship uh, game for the uh, NTC. But real shame that little line conference tournament and the NTC tournament happen at the same time. Can't go over there at all. Need to uh, check that out. Uh, Lincoln Prairie conference tournament there in Argenta continues tonight as well. It's Villa Villagrove against Arcola and Argenta and Arthur on the consolation side. Some regular season basketball. It's Tetopoulos at Modern Day. Uh, Mattoon is at Lincoln and Charleston. Is at Taylorville, and we got that big uh, uh, rivalry matchup with uh, T-Town and FEM uh, tonight. That'll be there in Teutopolis and girls basketball. Always entertaining when the hearts and the shoes uh, clash there. And I'm always reminding FEM uh, folks, fans, want to go over there, better get there in the JV game because uh, the sides will fill up quickly there for that one. A local schedule for tomorrow, the uh, seventh-place game, like I mentioned, in the NTC. It's Neo against the loser South Central SEB. Constellation Championship will be the winner of a South Central and SEB tonight against Windsor's Two Straws, third-place game at 2.30. Uh, Dietrich against uh, the loser of the North Clay-St. Anthony game tonight, and the championship game at 7.30 uh, on Jack FM will be out tomorrow versus the winner of North Clay and uh, St. Anthony this evening. Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament continues tomorrow in Argenta as well. All these games, I believe, will be at the uh, high school gym. The ninth place game will be a Heritage against Blue Ridge. 7th place game will, will be a Tri-County uh, versus the uh, loser of the uh, Villagrove-Arcola game tonight. Consolation Championship will be the winner of that Villagrove-Arcola matchup against the winner of that uh, Argenta and Arthur matchup there in the third place game. It's Cumberland against Sarah Gordo, approximately 530 and Eric will have coverage for you there in Argenta tomorrow, 530 over on a and in the championship game, the uh, Decatur LSA lions number two in class one, a undefeated, and they're going for the conference tournament championship there against Oka Valley. I believe they won that last year as well. So going back to back for the Alliance there against Oka Valley, Uh, Tomorrow. So that one should be an entertaining one as well. And of course, check out the third place game as well for Cumberland and uh, Sarah Gordo there. In Peakneyville, a big shootout going on uh, there as a lot of teams are participating in that. Here we got uh, all getting started at Steelville and Christopher. Greenville against Murfreesboro, Waltonville against Chester, Robinson against uh, Meridian, I believe that's Mounds Meridian. Uh, there's a couple, a couple of different ones I'm uh, making Meridian, I know, but I think it's Mounds Meridian that usually participates over there in Pigneyville. Newton is traveling there. I think this is the first year that they're in this, or at least uh, that I can remember. And they'll be up against Marion, uh, Eureka against Muscuda, Centralia against Triad, and the main event is Pinckneyville against Teutopolis and that's an historic gym there uh, as a kind of I don't want say it's on the same level as Altamont but if you're going uh, down towards that way I know uh, when I was down there for the assessor holiday tournament I contemplated going to Pinckneyville only about 15 15- or ten or fifteen minutes away from Cesar, uh there. So uh, it's a very cool gym, and I would definitely encourage you to go check it out if you're a shoes fan uh, wanting to go down there against the host school, Pignyville. That should be a good atmosphere in the in the P- uh, Panthers showcase there, and that's a stacked showcase as well. Other action in regular season action: it's Charleston against St. Joe Ogden and Tuscola against sullivan high school girls basketball tomorrow and there's going to be a makeup game between chbca and newton i think that one was affected by the weather a couple weeks ago uh muhammad and or maybe that was earlier this week i think it was earlier this week maybe uh and also it's a uh, mattoon or muhammad against FEM. nioga is at robinson that's a good matchup topless breeze central marshall at arcola that's a good matchup all against Edwards County. St. Anthony hosting Pena. That's a good matchup. And Charleston is against Lincoln. College basketball tomorrow. We got that line-eye game against Wisconsin. Coverage will start at noon here on or over there on 98.9 the game. And the two NFC AFC championship games also over on 98.9 the game on a Sunday as well wow that is a lot of local sports that I just went through and if you missed any of that you can go to the website fmradio.com click on our local sports tab and you can check it out over there and I'll have the story about game, the games tonight and I'll have the stories about uh, the championship game uh, sometime this uh, weekend or on Monday uh, there so uh, check it out should be a fun fun high school weekend uh, for sure a good weekend in sports in general. All right, let's uh, switch things up and uh, let's go to uh, the Illini as uh, the uh, Illini are in action on uh, Saturday. But first, before we get there, let's take a look at what happened in college basketball last night. It was uh, number one Purdue holding on as uh, Michigan kept it close there as uh, the Boilermakers won 75 to uh, 70 last night. Number one team in the country taking care of business. Two top performers for both teams showed up. It was uh, Edie leading the way out for the Boilermakers. He had 19, Hunter percent He had 21 for the uh, Wolverines there. But number one Boilermakers, they uh, survived an upset attempt there for the Wolverines. So, too bad. And a uh, try again. I don't know if Illinois would do any better as <laughs> they struggled against Jackson Davis. What are they going to do against Zach Edie? So, uh, it's not a dig at Michigan at all. Uh, number six, Arizona, holds serve against Washington State, sixty three fifty eight. USC, uh, they upset UCLA in that rivalry as, I love this name, Booger Ellis. He uh, had 31 to lead the way for the Trojans in the upset 74, 77-64 over the Bruins. And Florida Atlantic took care of business against Middle Tennessee, 85-67. Matchups tomorrow. We got uh Boston College at number seven Virginia. We got number thirteen Xavier against Creighton. We got Marquette, number sixteen against Nepal, Cincinnati against number three, uh Houston. We got Hofstra against number eighteen Charleston, number twenty Miami against Pitt. Western Kentucky against number 21, Florida Atlantic. Number 24, Clemson against Florida State. Number 6, Arizona against Washington. Number 14, Zaga against, against Portland. And number 22, St. Mary's against BYU. And one of Eric's favorite things in the whole wide world, and that's challenges and shootouts, at least at the college basketball level. And the big, prestigious SEC. Big 12 challenge is this weekend as well. And a lot of top 25 matchups are there in uh, this challenge. This may be the last year of it, uh, right? I think uh, Big 10 and Big 12, or someone's having a new uh, challenge because of uh, the changing on the conferences there not for sure in the future that's going to be but i think this could be one of the last ones but number 15 auburn is against the west virginia Uh, number two alabama is at oklahoma Uh, number 12 iowa state is against missouri um we have number 11 tcu against mississippi state arkansas at number 17 baylor uh we also have a lot of orange in this one Number 10, Texas at number four, Tennessee. They're in Knoxville, so get ready to hear Rocky Top. Florida against number five at Kansas State, or number five at the moment, as Kansas State just got upset. I don't know what it is about Kansas State. They just upset Kansas, and then they get upset themselves. Kansas loses again as well. And speaking of Kansas, they're in the main event, really, of this ESPN SEC Big 12 Challenge They're in Rupp Arena. That's right. It's the two Blue Bloods. It's Kansas, number nine, against Kentucky. And I don't see a ranking for them. Oh, that's right. They're not very good this season. They're not ranked at all. (laughs) So, uh Been a disappointing fourteen and six season for Coach Cal and those Wildcats. That's what's going on on Saturday in the Big Ten. On a Saturday, we got some action. Minnesota against Northwestern getting us started. I almost said, "Oh boy," but Northwestern's actually pretty. Uh, decent the season Nebraska uh, Nebraska's at Maryland Ohio State is against Indiana and on Saturday it's Illinois versus Wisconsin and uh, that's right it's the uh, fighting Illini versus the uh, Badgers and this is a rematch of a, a couple I don't know, say a couple weeks ago but uh, it's at the beginning of the month really at what, when did this take place? January 7th, and this game was in Champaign last time, and uh, the Illini came away with a 79-69 victory. Uh, one thing that is significant uh, for the Badgers, of course, that was talked about uh, pretty much ad nauseum during uh, this game, uh, that Tyler Wall wasn't playing in that one, and he's been playing the since the beginning. Well, he missed that game, or he missed... Uh, that game and he returned on January 17th so that was about 10 days ago he slid back in the lineup against Penn State and he's been a double figure scorer uh, ever since there including on Wednesday at 13 points and the loss to Maryland um, so uh, Wisconsin uh, coming off back to back losses they lost to Northwestern and then they lost to Maryland on Wednesday and that's two losses this week so they're really trying to uh, bounce back but those two were on the road so they I do know historically they are a lot better uh, at home at the Coles Center. And obviously, you know, back in the day, uh, what just this week it was anniversaries of uh, the uh, 2004 team snapping that long win streak that Bo Ryan and the Wisconsin Badgers had. And it was also IO. And, uh, those, and that crew was snapping another long win streak for Wisconsin uh, there at home. So I think Tyler Wally is going to make a difference in this game as uh, he was out uh, injured uh, last time out on January 7th there. So I think that's going to be a small difference. And also uh, we know that the inconsistency of Coleman Hawkins I'm not expecting six for nine from three last time Uh, and he had 20 points. Uh, Terrence Shannon had 24 uh, points there and danger only had four so a little disappointed in uh, that one and we'll see how it all uh, shakes out in the uh, rematch this time around and also it's a road game uh, as well so uh, we'll uh, see how it all shakes out uh, tomorrow and I'm sure uh, Eric will be back to roast me if uh, the Illini don't come away with this uh, road victory. Even though night in and night out in top 25 action, you see uh, upsets happen and you see that uh, happen all the time. So um, we'll we'll see coming back on Monday, and hopefully Eric will be back on Monday as well. Uh, we do have some action on the college basketball landscape on Sunday. It's 23 Providence against Villanova and number one Michigan – or number one Michigan – number one Purdue there against Michigan State. And that will start at an odd time. 11:15. I guess that's a little a precursor to the championship game. So there I guess, on uh, CBS. But don't they have the late one? I thought they had the late one. But maybe I could be uh, – yeah, they have the Chiefs and Bengals one. Um, And also in the Big Ten on Sunday, it's Michigan, it's Penn State, and Rutgers against Iowa as well. Alright, so we've come to the point in the pod where it's the NFL, it's the NFL Championship Weekend. And on a Sunday, both of these really have low point spreads, and uh, that uh, questionable status of Patrick Mahomes has kind of uh, left this uh, game in fluctuation as well as it's changed the lines. Bengals were at first, but now the Chiefs are favored now, and it's a pick 'em game, basically. It's uh, one or the other. Kansas City favored by only a point here. So uh, not a lot of value is going to be separated between uh, the point spread and the uh, money line if uh, you're wanting some entertainment purposes uh, there. If you didn't go broke last weekend, I don't know what just happened there. Uh, but that game's 5 30, and you can hear it immediately after the NFC Championship game over on 98 9, the game. And that's where the Philadelphia Eagles will be hosting the San Francisco 49ers and two and a half points. The Eagles are favored by in uh, this uh, contest and we'll see if the magic will run out there in Philly. We'll see if, uh, Oh man, I just thought of that. We're going to see some memes or we're going to see some of those uh, graphics. If uh, Brock Purdy pulls this one off, he's going to be like Rocky. Just watch. They'll have him at the top of the steps in the Rocky pose. If he beats Philly uh, this weekend. And I I don't know, I'm really kind of conflicted here. I don't know who I cheer for. I don't want to see the Philadelphia city of Philadelphia do well. But can I cheer for a rival in my own division? But Brock Purdy is a nice story, uh, though going uh, undefeated and from being the last pick in the draft to potentially beating the MVP, potential MVP. Or I predicted the MVP uh, last season or uh, well, yesterday uh, against uh, versus Jalen Hurts. So uh, we'll see what happens. And here at the point of the program, I would uh usually uh, throw it a pick-em, but I, Eric's obviously not here. And Eric said he was going to send me the uh, paper and uh, send me an email of the uh, his picks, but I didn't get one this morning. I must have got lost in the shuffle, lost in the uh, somewhere out into the universe, out into the internet world, into the cloud. That's what I was looking for. That's what I was reaching for there. So I'll post that on my uh, social media, and I'll post that on uh, Twitter uh, on a Sunday uh, potentially uh, as uh, the pickem. Uh, I'll I'll get him I'll get him on the line, get him on the horn. I just uh, didn't have time uh, to do it today, so uh, fortunately, uh we won't have Eric's picks, bub. Uh, if you want my input, if you want my pick, I am going with the. Hmm, 49ers or Eagles 49 or Eagles mm-hmm. I'm going go to go the 49ers plus two and a half that is my pick for pick I'm going 49ers plus two and a half and also I might have some actual uh, entertainment on this one as well we'll see what will happen and I always kind of love throwing a uh, sprinkle some entertainment on the first touchdown score and uh, maybe some over/unders on some player props as well. Uh, you can do it at your leisure, though, of course. And then in the AFC Championship game, it's the Chiefs and Bengals. How can you go against Joe Burrow in this one? Everyone is on the Bengals here. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Chiefs minus one as uh, everyone's talking about Joe Burrow. It's, it's Burrowhead. And a 3-0 against Mahomes. And they won the championship last year in Kansas City. You don't think Kansas City hears that. You don't think that they don't have motivation. And uh, so there you go. I got the Chiefs winning this one but i'm really just hoping for a, a good game here i might go the overs on burrow's yardage and uh mahomes yardage as well Ooh, though mahomes injured possibly or may not be healthy if he gets re-injured uh with the ankle so maybe i won't go mahomes uh over yardage there but yeah might sprinkle some uh, Joe Burrow, uh, but I just hope it's a, a good game uh, here. But it's basically a pick Everyone's going with the Bengals, so when everyone goes Bengals, you go the other way, and I'll go the uh, Chiefs. So my official picks for pick is 49ers plus 2.5 and, and the uh, Chiefs minus 1. For a pick a man, I'll get Eric's uh, pick him, but I just want to throw that one out there in the two of the universe. As I think the Forty ers can get it done. You know the Eagles were pretty impressive last week. They do have a, a tough defense as well. That's going to be one of the biggest things: is can they protect uh, Brock Purdy? And also on the other side, can they protect Jalen Hurts from a potential uh, Defensive Player of the Year Nick Bosa as well? But even though I didn't realize that if the Eagles win chiefs win it's brother versus brother in the super bowl that's right it's travis kelsey uh, scoring off his brother that's a lineman uh for the uh, eagles can't remember his brother's name though but uh, that would be kind of cool right especially they have their podcast so that would be fun in the in the couple weeks leading up to the game there. So uh, maybe from that aspect, then, then I'll have someone to really hard to cheer for. You know, it's kind of hard when uh, you don't have a really a pony in the race, per se. I mean, yes, you can sprinkle some on entertainment, but it's kind of hard when your team's not in the Super Bowl, so you kind of have to pick someone to cheer for. I just don't have don't like that it's sports man you don't have someone to cheer for in a game one way or the other uh and i would be heavily on the side of whoever wins the afc if um the eagles win um but you know maybe if the Bengals win and it's the 49ers you know maybe exercise some of those demons we're talking about exercise the demons in the nfl preview um that might uh unleash some audio for you uh next week on some of our picks for the uh playoffs and the uh big game uh you know bingos 49ers joe burrow could possibly uh get a super bowl after being close last year but uh, we'll see how it all shakes out on a sunday and you can hear him on 98.9 and you can also hear the big game as well on excuse me on 98.9 the game as well so all right Let's uh, shift focus here, and uh, let's uh, get to uh, the NBA. NBA basketball is what I'm talking about here. As we getting close to the end of the uh, pod here, uh, action that happened last night. If this computer will cooperate with me, and I, to be fair, I have do have a lot of tabs open and. I'm trying to do a lot of things at once, I guess. But uh, last night in the association, it was the Knicks over the Celtics, 120-117. to Julius Randle bests the Celtics. He had 37 points, just good enough. And also, uh, Jalen Brunson had a big block at the end to seal it in overtime as the Knickerbockers won over the Celts. It was the Pistons beating the Nets, 132-122. Kyrie goes for 40, but not good enough to beat Detroit. It was the Hornets getting the win over the uh, Bulls. Ooh, Bulls lose again, 111-96. Long-range three out there by LaMelo. See the highlight there. Uh, Cavs beat the Rockets 113 to a 95. It was the Mavs over the uh, Suns 99 to a 95. Looks like Luka Doncic is day to day with an ankle issue. Uh, Spencer Didney led the way, and uh, uh, he was uh, Luka was out in this game entirely, and he had 36. To lead the way for the Mavs and the Celtics won over the – Celtics. The Clippers won over the Spurs 138-100. to PG13 has 35 points, including a windmill breakaway dunk. That was pretty impressive there. All right, games going on tonight. Giannis is in Indiana to take on the Pacers. Grizzlies against the Timberwolves. Magic Heat, Cavs, Thunder, and the Raptors against the Warriors as well. What's happening on a Saturday on ABC at two o'clock? Kind of appetizer there in the afternoon. Nuggets against the uh, decent matchup there. Knicks against the uh, Nets, the battle for New York at four thirty right after that. Rockets, Pistons, Bulls are in Orlando to take on the Magic. Clippers, Hawks, Kings, T Wolves, Wizards, Pelicans, Sun Spurs, seven thirty on ESPN. Wow, we got a triple header on ABC in the NBA on Saturday. It's the Lakers against the Celtics that uh, historic matchup Mavs Jazz Raptors Trailblazers even though it's LeBron versus Jason Tatum Magic versus Bird it is not I would say on Sunday even though no one cares about the association everyone cares about football on Sunday they're still gonna play games Heat Hornets, Pacers, Grizzlies, Clippers, Cavs and Pelicans and Bucks. Also in the NBA, was revealed last night, the All-Star Starters, and uh, three voting groups determined the uh, starters for uh, Team, well, Captains, and it's Team LeBron, of course, as he uh, ties Kareem, he'll eventually uh, pass him in point totals, and he also, uh, uh, t- or, uh surpassed or no he tied and that's what I'm getting for he tied Kareem for most all-star game appearances with 19 and uh, he's also been the captain for six years in a row now that the NBA has used this format of captains drafting their teams and Giannis Antetokounmpo is the other captain for his team and he'll be the captain for the third time in this format and he did it in 2019 and 2020 as well and it's also his seventh consecutive All-Star appearance as well. Western Conference players that are going to be starters as it's Zion from the Pelicans, of course, two-time MVP Nikola Jokic for the Nuggets, Steph Curry for the Warriors, and Luka for the Mavs. We'll see if he can play in the game. I know the All-Star game's a couple weeks away in Salt Lake as I actually saw a promo for that. Uh, the other night it looks like uh post malone might be involved in this uh probably performing at halftime or uh, something As when is the all-star game doesn't say uh but uh, other starters uh, for uh the eastern conference are a part of the Eastern Conference teams. It's uh, Kyrie Irving from the Nets, Jason Tatum from the Celtics, Donovan Mitchell from the Cavs, and uh, Kevin Durant was also selected as a uh, starter, but I don't think he's going to be able to uh, play in uh, this one. In fact, he was selected as an all-star for the 13th time, but he could miss the game for the third straight season after suffering that MCL sprain on January 8th. The last time Durant played in an all-star game, was in 2019, and he was the MVP. He of course missed the following season, 2019-2020 uh, uh, season, after rehabbing from surgery of that ACL uh, that he said, and uh, he was unable to participate in the last two All-Star games um, because he was. Uh, Injured leading up to the game, and also he was also the captain the last two years as well. And I wondered why Giannis kind of uh, stopped being the captain. And there was KD was uh, the captain of the teams. Now uh, we told you earlier this week this is going to be a different style of a format. As uh, it's going to be a schoolyard pick 'em. That's right. The starters we know that these. Starters will play. The 10 guys we know will play, but LeBron and Giannis is going to have a schoolyard pick them, and they're going to be like, I pick you, I pick you, I pick you, right at tip off, right before the tip, and they're going to play the game just like that. So instead of having a draft uh, a couple weeks before the game, or maybe a week before the game, they're just going to do a schoolyard pick And uh, so. Uh, that's going to be interesting to uh, find out. Who's LeBron and Young is going to pick right on the spot. I'm going to have some uh, wheeling and dealing as well, possibly. Well, I don't know. And we'll see who gets uh, the... it uh, would probably be who got the most votes, to who gets to pick first. Or maybe we could have a dunk contest <laughs> LeBron and a dunk contest. That was empty promises a long time ago. That's not going to happen. Maybe we have a three-point shootout for uh, the... Uh, see which captain goes first, or something, or they can play a game of horse to see who gets the first pick. I don't know. Just trying to uh make some things spicy, make some things interesting there. But I have starters. I have them right here. This is my predictions here. I wrote them down for you. And this is if LeBron wins, because I would imagine he might be the first overall uh pick. But if he is the first overall pick the first one he's going to pick is Steph Curry. That's who I would pick number 1 overall. Giannis would pick a Jokic and then number 2 I have KD, but because if he was not injured, I would say he's number 1 overall for LeBron, but he's he's probably not going to play. So he's going to be out but my number two pick would be uh, sliding in there as a starter who just missed out. This was the snub that I was talking about, but I don't think it's a big deal because he's going to slide in to a starter anyways with KD probably being out. That's Joel Embiid as he finished uh, third in the Eastern Conference uh, front court players, and he also finished third in the media rankings as well. He was fourth in fan voting. He garnered a 4.9 million votes, while Tatum received 5.2 million uh, votes for front court players. So I would expect Joel Embiid uh, to slide in there, even though I don't know if that would really work out with front court, back court. I don't know what uh, Durant is technically listed as uh, here. I guess I can just look on this uh, picture. That they have here of whether uh, KD was listed or not. And whether that's even a possibility of Joel Embiid uh, sliding into that uh, spot. Here KD is, yes, he is listed as a front guard. I was going to say he should be. And I don't know why he would be uh, uh, classified as a guard there. But he's not. So there, there you go. Joel Embiid is the second pick there. LeBron, uh, Giannis would go Luka for number two. LeBron would go Jason Tatum. And at number three, Giannis would go Kyrie, even though you could save him for the next pick because I don't think LeBron would pick him. Uh, so I go three uh, for Kyrie. Kind of rhymed for Giannis. Uh, LeBron would go Zion here with his last pick. And uh, Giannis would go Donovan Mitchell for his last pick. And then the two captains would fill out the rosters and they also would fill out the uh, reserves as well but i'm not going to do that hopefully we can have that little experiment uh since we're not going to know the uh, teams uh, right away that eric and i can uh, pick And well i'm probably going to be uh lebron so i know that eric probably wouldn't uh pick him if he had a choice so I guess I'll be picking for LeBron, and Eric will be picking for Giannis, the team. So we can have a little bit of fun uh, with that. So we'll see if my selections change at all if we do that exercise. So stay tuned for that. All right. Another drink here. High-quality H2O right there. Uh, in the NHL last night, speaking of water that's frozen. <laughs> Uh, it was the Red Wings over the Canadians last night in OT. Lions, th- Lions, Lightning of three to two over the Bruins. That was a great matchup. Thirty-seven saves for uh, Volzalevsky in the win, dueling the Bruins. It was the only time, the first time since uh, the start of January, uh, since the uh, Celtics and uh, Bruins both lost on the same day. So that uh, was an interesting factoid there. Capitals won in a shootout over the Penguins uh, 3 to 2. Uh the Flyers won an OT or no, the Wild won an OT over the Flyers 3 to 2. It was the Preds 6 to 4 over the uh, Devils. It was the Sabres 3 to 2 over the Jets. Blackhawks 5 to 1 over the uh, Flames. And It was the Ducks over the Avalanche 5 to 3. It was the Coyotes over the Blues 5 to nothing. Five to nothing. Schmaltz gets a hat trick. Gets a hattie for the Coyotes in those awful, awful orange uniforms. Ugh. Those are ugly. That makes that performance even more ugly. What are we doing, guys? Listen to the Coyotes in that college arena. Jeez. Well, I'll try to bounce back. The Sharks and Hurricanes are a matchup. Tonight. Kings, Panthers, Red Wings, Islanders. Golden Knights, Rangers, Senators, Maple Leafs, Devils, Stars, Flames, Kraken, Blue Jackets, Canucks tonight as well. Game's going on on Saturday. Blues will try to bounce back, and they will be at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Hulu against the Avalanche. Blues versus Colorado. Bruins against the uh, Panthers, it's a decent matchup. Canadian Senators, uh, Sharks-Penguins, Kings-Lightning, it's a good crossover matchup there in Florida. Also cross-country trip as well for LA. Flyers-Jets, we got Golden Knights-Islanders, Sabres-Wild, Blackhawks-Oilers, Blue Jackets-Kraken, Coyotes against the uh, Ducks. What's happening on Sunday. Just two matchups, the Bruins, Hurricanes, and the Capitals, and a Maple Leafs squaring off as well. And we always kind of like to have fun with our City Connect jerseys in uh – Major League Baseball, well, uh, the Hurricanes and the Capitals just dropped their uh, new uh, uh, stadium series uniforms. I thought I saw a couple people uh, not really uh, digging the uh, Carolina uh, sweaters. It's kind of basic, just a simple black, and there's some red in it, and there's uh, the red, uh, the Hurricanes logo is red as well. I kind of dig it. Uh, But I definitely dig the uh, Capitals. I'm a big fan. It would be cooler if they had a cooler lid than they have, kind of like what the Twins were going to do for their batting practice helmets. That's kind of what I would have went for there. But these uh, Capitals jerseys look pretty sweet, um, if you ask me. And I would definitely purchase one for Ovi for sure with these Stadium Series jerseys. And this is all going to be at – on the campus of NC State University in their uh, first outdoor game for Carolina. That's going to be on February 18th, and they are going to have it at 7 o'clock. The NHL is starting to learn after doing all these winter classic games and after that disaster at Lake Placid uh, and the reflection off the ice. They're doing these outdoor games at night, so uh, that'll be cool to uh, see that out in Carolina. So uh, very, very cool there, and... Uh, Hey, people hating on the Hurricanes jerseys, I I don't mind them at all. Hey, speaking of jerseys, I've been waiting for that merch to drop sometime soon. I'm waiting for the Winter, uh, not Winter Classic, the uh, World Baseball Classic. When are they going to drop jerseys for them and hats as well? I am looking for a USA baseball cap. I know there are some out there uh, from years past, but I want to see what they look like uh, this year. I I want to get a USA hat, and they better release them soon as uh, March 8th, I believe, is when the World uh, Baseball Classic is set to get underway. And as we get closer and closer, we'll tell you about the rosters and whatnot. I've been wanting to look at the rosters uh, for a while. You know, I do know some people that are participating in it here or there, but it's kind of like the Pro Bowl for me. It, all these people can uh, commit. They can commit to the country. Uh, I know that, uh, who was it? it? was Trey Mancini. I think, uh, what did he commit to? Was it the Canadian team? There's some team in the World Baseball Classic, and he's decided not to participate in the World Baseball Classic. He's decided to uh, get to spring training early and. Uh, meet with his new teammates there uh, with the Cubs. So uh, putting the Cubs over country. Don't know if I would necessarily do that, but uh, there it is for Trey Mancini. And, you know, I thought some people might opt in and then they might opt out at the last second, just kind of like what Trey Mancini did. I haven't heard a lot of people doing that for the USA. And I do know uh, Wainwright, is gonna be pitching. Mike Trout's gonna be playing, and a whole slew of others as well as committed to the team. And of course, Otani playing for uh, uh team Japan. And uh, Mike Trout said the other day that uh, Shohei Otani is not even the best player on the Japanese team. And of course, we know who the best player is on the Japanese team. Not named Shohei Otani. That's Lars Nubar. That's right. He's gonna play uh, for a team Japan. Uh, in the world of baseball classics so uh, we will await with bated breath for those uniforms and the hats to come out hat guy big hat guy uh, over here eric not so much never seen him in a hat outside uh, off the golf course um, but that's really the only place that he wears uh, a hat uh, there i never went to him uh, with a baseball game with him so don't know and he's not going to a baseball game in a bush stadium so uh maybe london could we swing some london uh tickets we are a cardinal affiliate so hey uh, i'm seeing the promotional schedule for the cardinals uh, come out some cool promos and i'm seeing some tickets going to be available for opening day uh soon and uh, some special theme tickets as well In my emails slide into my dms uh, there as well so Uh, can't wait for the baseball season to uh, come back here all right i think that's it i I think that will uh, do it i think uh somehow some way i've rambled on uh, for an hour so uh hey could have had a show after all i did it so uh all righty i will uh, get on getting on i'm gonna get on out of here And I will be at the uh, St. Anthony North Clay game tonight. And the NTC uh, Tournament CU Altamont is going to take on. So I can't wait for the championship game uh, tomorrow evening. And then the championship games on Sunday. Should be a very exciting uh, sports weekend. And hopefully Eric will be back next week as well. And we'll get the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. Go to championship. Or could it be the championship game in general? Be on the top three list for mine. Stick around to uh, find out and find out who's going to uh, the uh, Super Bowl. Can I say that? Super Bowl, big game? I just said it. I said it twice. Then well, We'll figure that out, whether we can say it or not. We are broadcasting the game, so maybe it's cool for us. But thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening to me. And we'll talk to you again on Monday. Have a good weekend. Peace.